Thanks for clicking. You're listening to Time In with yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me back from his excursion on the beach, Mr. Ricardo Lundis. Hey, I, you know, there was a little bit of a pause there. I was kind of confused, uh, Tommy. I, you know, I was like, hey, he's introducing me. I guess uh, uh, he's going to say my name at some point and I, you know, people will know who I am. But yeah, hey, yo, I am back. Yo, I mean, yeah, I ran to a little issues with the HOA, you know, I got lawsuits pending, you know, it really uh, uh, impacted my uh, standings with the Sand uh, uh, Castle building, and, you know, I, it, it made me sad, you know what I'm saying, Tommy, it made me sad, you know, I was just out there, you know, skipping rocks, and then the the HOA said I had the uh, improper uh, uh, size rocks that was skipping and then they tried to find me on that i was like i don't even live here i was just making sand castles and whatnot so you know i mean you know, I'll, I'll see him in court you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm, I'm I, I can't say, say much more but i mean i'll, I'll see him in court well yeah yeah i could just refresh you know, ricardo case you didn't hear the last episode was down at the beach and uh he was uh, at a sand castle competition and I uh, built a little too close to uh, some condos and got annexed into a homeowners association. And uh, they forced him to redesign his sandcastle, which caused him to lose the sandcastle competition, uh, which uh, left him in a bunch of tears on the beach, just like a uh, University of Miami Hurricanes football team. Uh, but uh, yeah, but th- th- that's kind of what's going on yo, there. All I, yeah. Yo, all I got, all I got, yeah, I got fifth place. Yo, and I got, all I got was like a hundred dollars for pina coladas. I mean, I was done with that in an hour. I mean, what, 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 what are you gonna do with just a hundred dollars just for pina coladas? I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I had a whole bunch of brain freeze, but I mean, I was done with that. You know, I mean, you know, before, before I, you know, I could, uh, you know, clip the sand off my, sh- my shoes, I was done with that one. You know what I'm saying, Tommy? Yeah, I would have just said, give me some uh, coupons to the supermarket or something like that. Something a little bit more, if they're going to like, you know, if they're going to give you the equivalent of a door prize, uh, at least you could have walked out of there with like a like a cheese plate or like, a, you know, something like a like a, a a finger trap. You know, I mean, there's other things that are useful uh, besides uh, just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. here, here's the company store money. Uh, kind of thing. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, people are tired of hearing about your story right now. Uh, let's move on to uh, somebody else that people care about. Uh, uh, with this uh, as well, he's shaking his head no. He's shaking his head no. You're disrespectful, Tommy. You you don't even have to introduce me. You're just disrespectful. I mean, people love Ricardo. I don't don't know where you get off saying somebody doesn't care about Ricardo Lungus. I think more people care about Ricardo Lungus than they care about their own children, man. I think a lot of people would, would, uh, like, they'd give away anything they needed to. They give away their house, car. They give away, uh, you know, uh, their their most prized possession. Uh, You know, a little note that a girl wrote him in, like, fourth grade. Uh, They give away anything. Uh, you know, for Ricardo. I mean, I was ready with about 600 other people to come down there and protest. Uh, fifth place was nonsense. Uh, to me, that was a number one result. Uh, Ricardo should have had lifetime pina coladas. There was no doubt about it. Uh, $100 was nonsense. Uh, I watched him after he drank his seventh pina colada. Uh, he wasn't even, you know, you could tell, like, he wasn't even feeling a buzz yet. Uh, it was a shame. It was ridiculous. I saw the winner walk away just laughing maniacally down the street i was ready to knock him right out yeah and you should have but uh you know we uh we sponsor violence here on this show uh but uh yeah yeah i, I was hey, gonna I, I, 
And like I was saying, I mean, I, I'm with you, uh, 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 Anthony. I mean, yo, I mean, after my, yo, 15 pina colada, you know, I started to feel like a little bit, but you know, I had to, I had to knock back a couple of shots of some, you know, some heavier booze and then, you know, switch over to a couple of my ties, give me a couple, uh, you know, you know, Shirley Temple, uh, you know, uh, you know, put, you know, just to, you know, put a little sugar in there. You know, I mean, you know, and then I finished it all off with about, you know, about, uh, you know, uh, a gallon of margarita, you know. I mean, it, 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 just to just to you know seal the pain in my heart just a little bit. That's that's what I had to do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what she. I mean, that's what she did. You drink your blues away. I mean, you know, after a fifth place finish. I mean, talk about the hurricanes. I mean, talk about a fifth place finish. Uh, I mean, I, I feel for you, man. I mean, I feel like uh, you and Cristobal could have had yourselves a, a nice little time out there. But I, I know Mario had a lot of recruiting to do. He had to text teenagers till three a.m. So couldn't come out to the Sandcastle competition. But you know, that's a big loss for him again. Yeah, I, hey, I tried to drink a hurricane, but it, it, it fell out of my hands. Uh, but uh, what, what can you do? I mean, you know, I had, I tried to have two hands on it, but it fell and it spilt all over the place, and I lost it. But uh, yeah, but yeah maybe you could write another poem about that one. And for those of you wondering, uh, yeah, Ricardo is working on his uh, sad poems about my sad life, Volume Five, uh, that will be available uh, at, at, there at. Uh, at your local swap meets, uh, but uh, yeah, and and, and, uh, and and I just want to say, uh, Anthony, uh, I was gonna uh, introduce you and 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 say one thing real quick. Uh, a lot of people don't know about you. Uh, this is a man who has a car made of feathers, and he drives it to go get ice cream and stuff like that. Fun trips to uh, amuse the, the kiddos around the neighborhood, uh, but uh, it's a very dangerous uh, automobile to operate. Uh, because, you know, he's got to watch out for people walking uh, because uh, you never know if they'll end up right next in the seat and then he's got to feed them ice cream too. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, but anyway, I, 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 we got to get on with the show here. Uh, uh, we could talk about Anthony's feather car and Ricardo's uh, embarrassing saga there on the beach. Uh, but uh, unless you want to respond to that, Anthony, real quick. Don't you're not gonna talk about me like this. You're not gonna talk about me uh, with kids in the car and all, a bunch of feathers uh, feeding them ice cream or what. Don't don't you don't you even try it. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, I, I I can say yeah, you know, I'll I'll admit, but there were look, there's no kids in the feather car. There's no ice cream. I mean, I drive the feather car professionally. I drive it for money. Uh, I take it out on the weekends because it literally flies, uh, and I'm. Make all these lousy ass uh, Tesla owners uh, cry in shame because their car can't go more than fourteen miles without having to do a supercharge. Well, I can just fly right over them. Uh, so, uh, look, everybody out there, I, I gotta tell you one thing: uh, feather car is the only way to get around. I don't care about electric vehicles. I don't care about hybrids. Feather car, the only way to go. Yeah, until a bird flies right by your car and farts and sends your car into the other lane. Uh, you know, it's just not a very practical. Uh, anyway, we, 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 there are a lot of people. Want it. This is a sports talk show, and uh, and uh, we 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 want to do something. We uh, a, a memorandum in a memo, not memorandum, mem- in memorial, Tommy. Come on, get the words out of your mouth. Yeah, but I think Come they, now, but they change the Latin su- uh, suffix. Uh, depends on when you how you use it, stuff like that. Like still like uh, no, you know. but speak Latin, dummy. I don't think and, ha- and lots of our viewers don't either. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's at least one dude out there. Maybe our lawyer. I'm pretty sure our lawyer speaks Latin. But yeah, all that, lawyers do. Yeah, so in Memorex, that uh, we want to uh, acknowledge 
uh, one of the toughest uh, players to ever play uh, for the uh, Illinois Illini and uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, and, and that is Mr. Dick Buckus, who left this earth uh, recently. Uh, a lot of people are shaken up by this uh, in the sports community because uh, this man, was uh, he changed the middle linebacker position. He, he knew how to do something which a lot of players don't know how to do, which is tackle. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to give our, our, our impressions, our thoughts on the late great, but still in our hearts, Mr. Dick Buckus. Uh, who wants to take this one? Yo, I, I'll, I'll take the first round. I'll talk about old, uh, old, old Mr. Dick Buckus. I call him Mr. Because he, he, he's, he's, he's uh, uh, even though he, we're around the same age, you know, I still respect him. He is Mr. Buckets to me. You know, I, I mean, you know, I met him a couple of times at, you know, charity events here and there, you know, because he, you know, has his charity. Everybody give to his charity. You know, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the Buckets Foundation. Go, go out there, uh, you know, because it helps the kids. It helps, uh, people like all over, you know, because, you know, eh, you, know you gotta do it. You know, it's good for them. Uh, you know, and, uh, 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 yeah, I met him a few times. He's a good guy, yo. But but all I know is that when he was playing, yo, yeah, I'm. You, you, some people in life they never give their all. They never give their all in anything. Like you never see them give a full effort at any point in time. But this man, every time he was on that football field, he gave every effort, all the power that was in his body surged at one point in time. And when he saw that football, he put it all there like a bow. Like an arrow being shot from a boat. That he, he was all power, all speed, all everything. And his goal was to tackle you underneath, uh, uh, through the ground to underneath the stadium. That's what his goal was. And it was a beautiful thing. And I'm glad I never, ever played football against him. That, yeah. And that's in an era before uh, midgets uh, were running the ball. So, that uh, taught me. Yeah, they're, they're called hobbits. The name is Hobbit. Or a little person that we got that those the name dwarf. Yeah, but know, people realize. Yeah, I mean, no, it's no, not dwarf. Is dwarf is different. That's. I mean, that, and we're not talking about no, the, midget like just an means MG. a small person. It just means I, something I, I, about, I, like a jockey's a midget. They're not dwarf. I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's not talking like about a, MGs, uh, like you know, because the, the MG that was the car is called the midget thing. Which, but we're not talking about. No, we're, no, talking, no, we're just talking about short. running backs they're hard. They're squirrely. We're not talking about running backs. We're talking about dick buckets. We got no, but that's who we was going after. My point is. Is no, that he, he, he was going after everybody. He was he going after to men. Everybody. Yeah, but, no, but he, he was going after quarterbacks. He was going after running backs, fullbacks, receivers. If you had the ball, if you were the ref and you had the ball, Dick Buckets was going to just destroy you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, even if you were halfway down the field, he would just reach out because he had like a, a orangutan arms, and he could like reach around like four or five players. And you're like. His running back thinks he's making a move around. He goes, Buckets is way over on that side, and then he sees an arm grab him. And it's just, uh, it was kind of like Stretch Armstrong, something like exactly. that. You know, like a real life. Uh, Anthony, we haven't heard from you. Well, what you think? Yeah, about I mean, it? like trying to fit something in here. I mean, like you try, you try to get one word in between uh, Tommy and Ricardo. I mean, you got to, uh, who am I supposed to pay off first? But uh, look here, uh, think about it. If you talk about football in this area, you talk about Jim Brown, you're talking about Leroy Kelly, talking about Gail Sayers, his awesome yeah. teammate. Uh, teammate. These, these yeah. were real football players, man. This was the, you know, you, you and your, your, your little person slander. I mean, uh, I'll give you that. There weren't a lot of 
little people around, but you know, look, Hobbit's been around since the Middle Ages, at least. I mean, we we know about this. Uh, so like Dip Buckus, on the other hand, though, this guy was only around for nine years in the NFL, and, and in those nine years, this man did more than what any other players do. And uh, you know, you can play 15, 20, 25 years now, right? I mean, you can be Tom Brady, you can be, you can be. I'm, I'm going to play football until I'm 45. Uh, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to walk away and buy a team because uh, it, uh, all my body parts work and my brain's not damaged. Uh, yeah. But that wasn't the way it was back in the day, man. But back in the day, uh, in the Dick Buckus days, uh, your knee uh, gets so torn up that your foot's turned sideways and they just look at it like, well, put a brace on it. I, I got some tape right here. We'll give you a, give you a little shot. Uh, this stuff that I uh, bought it down at the, at the grocery store yesterday. Uh, you'll be good to go. Uh, and that's the way it was, man. Dip Bucks didn't care one bit. He just throws some tape on it, uh, spit, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, maybe uh, grab a little dirt, mud, make some yeah. of that, uh, make some of that salve, the Dip Bucket salve everybody was always talking about. But that's how the man played football. That's how the game should have been played. I think in the 90s, they decided they didn't want to do that anymore because everybody was always crying about uh, head injuries and they're crying and saying they couldn't breathe because they felt like their ribs all got broken. Uh, I, I, I don't want to hear that nonsense. Uh, go back to the real football, the real days uh, of how to tackle. I mean, you just run up, you drive your head straight through a guy's chest, pick him up and slam him to the ground. And if he gets up again, uh, uh, just do it harder next time. I mean, that's how the game should be played. I don't, I don't care about stats like receiving yards after catch, uh, quarterback expected accuracy rates. This is all nonsense. All I care about is how hard are you going to go today? And that was the thing. Dick Buckus went 110 on every play. No plays off. No days off. This man lived for football. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't go with a thousand. You just picked a hundred ten. But you just picked a, a weird number. There, you gotta be realistic, Tommy. Hundred and ten is maximum effort. You cannot give more than a hundred and ten percent. It is scientifically proven, Tommy. Thousand percent is ridiculous. Nobody has more than a hundred ten. Don't talk about a thousand. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Uh, yeah, you changed the game. You're like that, talking pal. to an AI bot. You're just making up stuff as you go, and uh, yeah, everybody well, acts like it's amazing and. Interesting. It's not interesting. It's just all nonsense. Well, I, I, I just don't think. Yeah, I think you're gonna sold him there, pal. But uh, I, I just want to say, Dip Buckus was doing something you don't see in the league. I don't think it's legal now. Neck tackles. They, I mean, it's just like uh, he would just grab the guy's neck and bring him down by the neck. It's just like here, you don't need that neck. <laughs> Let me hey, take hey, it. What? One of the funniest things I always saw when I watched the, uh, the uh, game, you know, with the Bears and Dick Buckets will tackle somebody neck that the helmet gets all turned sideways and they're looking through the ear hole. I, I laugh so much. Oh, man. that's hilarious. I always love seeing that stuff. Man. It was it was the greatest. It was the greatest. That's why Dick Buckets was one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah. When you could, yeah, you could basically almost twist the guy's head off as long as he didn't die. Uh, it was considered a legal move. Uh, exactly. yeah, guys were built differently back then. And, and to, Anthony, to your point, it was before the era of like the 80s when they had those tearaway jerseys. You didn't want to tackle anybody. So you had those jerseys you'd grab and they'd stretch like 20 yards. 
and then they pull off like it's. Uh, yeah, that was, like a, those were the those were those Earl Campbell jerseys. They, I, I, that was that was the I can't bring this man down because his because uh, this man's thighs uh, bigger than my waist and I, I got no chance. So let me just drag him and see if I can catch him, and, and then the whole thing tears. Now you just got a man running around with nothing but shoulder pads on. Uh, but look, this was before all that. This was yeah when, before uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is before shoulder pads. No, that's not face right. Mask. He was he had shoulder pads. Dick Buck is actual. I don't know what you. No, those were his actual shoulders. Tell me this, this, this man. Uh, you talk about a orangutan. I mean, like this man was built uh, something like Godzilla. Uh, and, and, and like all this grainy television, grainy film that you have to watch now. I mean, it doesn't do it justice for what this guy was really like. I mean, they said six three two forty five. I don't buy that for a second. This man was six five two seventy at least. They're running something like probably about a four five five forty i mean going sideline to sideline this guy had an interception every single year of his career this guy created 47 turnovers by himself uh nobody took the ball away from you like buckets did he got one of those gnarly hands in your waist and the next thing you know you lost two fingers and the football uh this is why nobody wanted to play the bears i mean i know the bears weren't the best team but by god they were the most feared football team that you'd ever ever want to see yeah i mean that's a guy that's built like the mom from who's the boss when you just you know you see those shoulders that are like you know eight feet apart and you're like you know it means business yo i yo dick buckets was uh excellent on the football field even though the bears let him down uh you know I, they uh, it, through his nine years they did not have a winning I think they had a winning season twice, twice. yeah and, and you know I, it, you know and, and so so he's one of those those great players that never won the big game and that's a, that's a shame in my opinion I mean later on in life he he won the big game of being an excellent actor and doing excellent commercials do you well you know, he I, called the eighty five best season. He, uh, so he did kind of get, he was able to enjoy the glory of, 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 you know, talking about somebody else accomplishing uh, something that he couldn't, uh, no, that's, no, that sounds disrespectful, uh, uh, but he, he enjoyed the glory of his yeah, At least a part team. of the glory. Yeah. Exactly. And yo, yo, he's done. He, man, he did a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, he, he, he was in, a, he was in, you know, Johnny Dangerously. Obviously, everybody remembers that. You know, yeah. he was in the longest yard. You know, the one with uh Burt Reynolds, the first one, not the second one with the other dudes. Uh, I mean, he was in Necessary Roughness any given Great. Sunday. Yeah, good movies. I mean, you know, and, you know, and you know, he did a bunch of commercials, a bunch of commercials. You know, with for Miller Lite. You know, I still don't drink Miller Lite, but still, he, those those commercials were excellent. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I mean, it influenced me. You know, me, I, you know, I, you know, we, 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 we like we like our Schlitz. Yeah. We don't like it light. Yeah, yo, Schlitz uh, yo, and but, yo, Yeah, yo, yo, uh, but Miller Light, yo, hey, hey, y'all, y'all did good. Him and Bubba Smith, uh, you know, the dude from uh, Police Academy, yo, it, yeah. it was a good time, good time. Yeah, like I mean, you talk you're talking about like old buckets, right? I mean, old buckets. I mean, the guy had a sense of humor, no doubt about it. I mean, everybody he could laugh at himself. Uh, you know, when he got a little carried away, I mean, every now and then, you know, he 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 cut amp himself up, you know, before a game. Maybe he heard someone on the other team talking about how the Bears are one and six and they they ain't gonna do anything today. Uh, and then old Dick heard this, and then the next thing you know, this guy's talking out of his ear. Uh, it's it's gonna be a bad day. I mean, you know, yeah, you might win the football game. 
but your quarterback's out for the next six weeks uh, and you're down two offensive linemen because they got scared uh, uh, and simply quit. Uh, this would be what it would be like facing the Chicago Bears. If you put Dip Buckus in football today, you put him in a game right now, uh, they're going undefeated. I mean, nobody on the offensive line is going to stand up to this guy. I would say except maybe Trent Williams. Uh, other than that, I mean, and look, that'd be easy because you just line Buckus up on the right side and say, uh, hey, Trent, what's up? And then you take the quarterback and throw him uh, over his head. Uh, I think it would be awesome. But the thing about it, man, you got to realize young Buckus was even better. Uh, young Buckus took the uh, Illinois a lion eye, which uh, questionable term, uh, but to like eight and one, this guy took the lion eye and won a Rose bowl. Uh, you're not going to tell me that anyone in history has ever taken the Illinois Illini to a Rose Bowl and won. There's only one man, I mean, I, yeah. Dick Buckus. I mean, and, and look, this is it's insane what this guy could do. And you look at the scores of the games that this guy was in, right? Uh, you beat uh, you beat Michigan State. 13 nothing. You beat Washington, one of the best offenses ever, uh, 17-7. I mean, it's just Butkus. This guy could not give up scores. You, there was no scoring at all. I mean, he could drop back in coverage. He could defend tight ends. He could defend running backs. This guy could do it all. Yeah, did it all until he was unfortunately uh, diagnosed with something that a lot of people don't realize. Back in the day, if you got this diagnosis, you, you, you it was a dissonance. And that's a bum knee. Actually, a technical diagnosis. You went to the doctor. Uh, then you're like, it, please don't tell me it's something like cancer. And they're like, no, it's worse. You have a bum knee. And, and uh, you know, it's a different. He decided he was going to play a couple more seasons. And he did. Uh, don't a bum knee. And he wasn't as quite as good, but he was still dominant. He was still feared. He was still the guy. And he, and he left at the right time. He left on top. Um, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you can't say enough good things about this guy. Uh, the, you know, I think uh, he's going to go down as one of the greatest football players of all time, uh, right next to uh, probably uh, Jim Thorpe and uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, but, they, uh, you know, I, I think that he's just that dominant of a player. Yeah, that's right. I mean, top two players of all time. I mean, obviously, Dip Buckus, Russell Wilson. Uh, look at Russell Wilson. I mean, in the Super Bowl. I mean, this guy's clutch. Uh, this this guy, uh, you know, always always put the ball where it's supposed to be. Uh, just like Buckus. I mean, Buckus would always create a turnover and nobody creates a turnover in a big moment like russell wilson does uh, it's it's just uh, it's it's what NFL films is all about. Exactly. We're here to honor the man who was voted the scariest player of all time, Mr. Dick Buckus. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking and tuned in to Time In with me, Ricardo Lungas, with me, Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw, TTFN.